you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with my friend Phil. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good. Staying at home. Staying at home. <laughs> Staying at home. Well, this is our uh, April 30th uh, session here. So uh, at this podcast session, so you guys got a little bit of freedoms back this past this week, I guess. Yeah, right? they they lightened it up a little bit. Now people can go fishing. So oh, now, wow. now that it's getting warm out, they, can you go to have, your cabin if you have one now and actually? Yeah, live I, in the state? I think that that was lightened up too. Yeah, yeah so you and can golf, actually go to I your cabin you can, now. Golf is opened. Yeah. yeah. So some of those outdoor activities have, have started to be open a little bit. Uh, Although if you're golfing, you've got to walk because they don't want you using the cart right right and figuring out how to sanitize cart chips. yeah i know right well you know this this all plays in well to our conversation this week because we're going to talk best intentions but maybe bad or wrong advice uh maybe maybe bad's too strong a word i don't know we'll see you know, you and I were talking briefly before we started to taping the session, the podcast session. Maybe that's a lot of what's happened in general. I think maybe a lot of this whole sequester and lockdown might have had the best of intentions, but it seems more and more like some of the data is is showing that this has maybe been bad advice or wrong advice, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things no one will know until long after it's happened and, and, and maybe we we'll back, maybe we'll never it, know we, yeah we might not even know then yeah. because you know at that point the, the data is so skewed so. yeah the data could definitely be very skewed and and at what point do you have to you know kind of say well even no matter what the data is it's going to have to support the actions that were taken otherwise right. there's a whole lot of uh you know what to pay so yep, yep somebody's got answers so. right so we'll, we'll see how it all plays out but i'm glad you guys have gotten a few more freedoms and so we're going to kind of touch on a few things uh, we're going to move this around a little bit in the intro of the of the conversation piece and I think uh, when you're thinking about best intentions and bad or wrong advice, we get it from a lot of places. You, you get it from family, friends, usually is the kind of the key piece of that, especially in times like this, when everybody's hearing a nugget of this and a nugget of that, and they're putting their own spin on it. You know, it's like the old story, like line people up on a, uh, you know, on a church pew, on a really long church pew yep, and have yep. the person on the left, you know, say something to the person next to them. And by the time it gets to the end of the pew, the story has changed. Yeah, the old the old telephone game, right? Yeah. Where you kind of kind of whisper it down the line and see what it yeah. ends up being. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So and that can happen when it comes to a lot of things. So if we're talking, you know, whether it's conversation around the pandemic, whether it's conversation around, uh, you know, is it as bad as they say? Is it not as bad as they say? Is it how is it affecting the financial stuff? Is that as bad as they say or is it not? You know, all those kind of pieces. So let's look and explore a few reasons why just to kind of be careful. And we can easily start with the family aspect because you're seeing them more right now uh, yeah i mean you're you're probably locked up at home with them or, and, or, or, know, or talk, yeah. touching base mm-hmm. you know with them on zoom i've seen a lot of zoom family meetings which is yeah. kind of cool but well and of course facebook had to, they they were not going to yep. be outdone so oh, they've yeah, gotten they've involved got get, yeah yeah so yep, you can absolutely. do i think it's called rooms now when you can do yeah multiple, yeah yeah so yeah lots of ways so so where you know family what's your experience as an advisor sometimes where people are giving each other financial advice well, I mean, it's pretty common, you you know, especially if you have somebody in your family that, that you feel is quote unquote successful, you know, they've done it right. 
it not a bad place to, to sure, go yeah. for some general advice, but it's, you know, I, I say it's like any advice you've got to take with a grain of salt, understand, you know, number one, what is their background? Right. I mean, they're, they're giving advice maybe from their specific situation and history and experience, right. which may or may not be yours, you know, so um, it's a good place to start. Um, but always seek the advice of a, of a professional, you know, right. it's a, no different than going to the doctor. I mean, if you're having a pain in your side, do you ask your family member, Oh, you know, I've got this pain. What do you think it is? And what are they going to tell you? And, and they, I think a lot of, tell you, right. But, I think we do that. We often do that, you know, yeah. then you, Hey, you, you get this, you know, and oh yeah, I get that all the time, you know, and this is what I do for it. You know, I, I you know, yep. I don't know. I rub tobacco on it. You know, it's like, well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like a, the what do they call the the old uh, like the grandma treatment medicine treatments. I remember I remember when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old wife's tales. Yeah, I got stung by a bee one time, and I, I say the tobacco thing. And I remember my grandmother was like, "Come here, honey," and she took a cigarette and she tore it apart, and she went yeah. and part of the tobacco and she put it on the the bee sting, and said it was to pull the stinger out or whatever. And I thought that was the I was I don't know I was like nine, and I thought this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but it worked. Yeah. You know? Or did it really? Or was or it did just, it really? You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, or is it like a placebo, right? You know, that, that's right. The, make you think it works. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then my, but then there's always these weird ones. My dad, he used to, I used to get when I was like, you know, like a lot of when you're in your teens uh, or in your young boy or girl, or whatever, I, I got a, kept getting a one wart that would come back on my hand. Yep. And he was like, well, let's take it. He's like, we'll take a piece of corn and we'll rub it till it bleeds with the corn. And then you feed the corn to a kernel to a chicken and the chicken gets the wart and it goes away. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I'm like, look, I might only be 10, but this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm not falling for this. You know, so there's all those kinds of things out there. And when you're talking fi- financial stuff, you, you, you can get some weird ones from that, too. Right. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I made a ton of money on Bitcoin. You should totally do it or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Know? Yeah. I hit I hit it just right. Oh, this is the great, you know, ne- next greatest thing. Let's do this right so, now. Right. Right. Especially now. now yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, you should totally. And you know, folks, anything we say, by the way, is not intended as advice please check with a qualifier but you'll hear somebody say well we should be investing in the toilet paper companies or you know or what you know you know those kinds of things right now because they're that's all the rage you know it's like well okay maybe you know <laughs> talk talk the to challenge with any of that is by the time you hear it it's way too late you yes, missed it exactly you're at the top of the curve already so you're going to write it down more than likely or you might right. catch a little bit of the upside but then you're going to pick the, the downside. Yeah, usually a, a hot stock tip is lukewarm at best by the time you get it. Right, right. Yeah. Like when this whole pandemic thing started in the beginning, I mean, Zoom, and again, sure. not investment advice, but if you look at Zoom, I mean, it took off like crazy because everyone was using they it. They added it to the NASDAQ. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then all of a sudden Zoom had this technical glitch where there was people, there were people hacking into meetings and, right. and showing inappropriate slides and different things right in the stock corrected from that you know? yeah so exactly it's, it's one of those things you know by the time you get that advice generally yeah. it's, it's you know kind of a gut reaction of, oh yeah it's great let's do it well and, like, and to our point other and then you get the natural selection of business where competitors you know who have maybe have more dollars you know facebook jumped into the game they definitely have more money, you know. Um, right. You've got right. Google that does Google go to. I think Google hangouts Meet. I think and, or Hangouts, yeah. and so I think Hangouts is good for like personal stuff, and Meets is good for business, and 
Yeah. So there's all those kinds of pieces. of it. And, and speaking of while we're on that subject, Phil, let's talk about that really quickly, because I know a lot of our demographic based on, you know, just, you know, being older folks of 50 plus, whatever the case might be. And I mean, I'm 49, so I'm not by any, not yep. saying anybody too far ahead, but we do get sometimes a little leery of new technology and, and, and understandable. But I think people who are afraid that having to do a lot of these things virtually right now, especially when it comes to what you do, right? So meeting with clients virtually, uh, sharing uh, sensitive documents, all that kind of stuff. Bear in mind, folks, your information has been out there for a long time in the ether, in the cloud, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it is um, kind of a change of mindset, you know, and And it's understandable, but Right. I mean, unfortunately, I think it's um, going to be part of more part of the norm than what it has been. Yeah. yeah. Just because of uh, the social distancing and, and changes we're having to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've used technology in, in our practice for years. Right. Um, you know, and it, I mean, it's a great tool, but you have to be careful. It's like with anything. Sure. Um, I mean, even with the, the COVID and everything going on now, I mean, some of the, the common sense things are, are coming back to, you know, wash your hands or touch your face, all these different things that we all know we do. Right. Just realize, well, same thing with the electronics. I mean, there's ways you can protect yourself and just make sure you're not opening emails from people you don't know. Don't go Google searching on things and clicking on suspicious sites. If you're trying to find out, you know, the, the status of your rebate check, don't start just Googling it and click on the first link you see. Make sure it says irs.gov. Yes. Because there's a lot of individuals that will try to take advantage of this and set traps. Yep to grab your information. Yeah. So. I think that's great advice, Phil. And if, you know, if you're working with a, a qualified professional like yourself or you're thinking about it, they're going to, you know, help you with directives that are going to do these things securely. If you get, you know, we all get Facebook messages and it's like, you know, someone who you don't think should be sending you a video randomly sends you a video. Don't open it. You know, um, right. you know, you get a, Hey, your password, you know, ha- might have been altered. Click this link to reset. Don't click the link to reset. Go to the actual like if it's your bank go to your bank's actual website and just reset it yourself through the the bank's secure portal don't click through links and emails to get you there that is usually the phishing techniques yeah just take your precautions yep. you know i mean i get that question a lot with well you know what if they get my account information can they withdraw the money right well no there are certain precautions that right. our custodian has put in place that it can't they can't just send a form in blindly with you know your account number on it and get the money. Right. I mean, it, there, right. there are several precautions that that are in place to make sure that doesn't happen. You well, know? you know, so, you think about the whole identity theft thing. Remember, just like probably fifteen years oh, ago, yeah. it was the big. You know, like everybody, it seemed like every time you turned around, someone was terrified that they were going to have their identity stolen. And all yep. the news stories you'd see were such horror stories about someone's life was completely, you know, ruined for years and blah blah blah. And if you notice, that's not become commonplace anymore, right? Because right. Companies, businesses, everyone's got savvy, got better at uh, putting things in place and so on and so forth. And, and we'll do the same thing through COVID and all that kind of stuff. So we yeah. do adapt. Well, great example of that is just the IRS and electronic filing. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, there was not too many years ago, it was not uncommon to have several returns a year get rejected because somebody else had already filed the return. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they okay. didn't actually get your money. You know, right. they, they actually caused the IRS more problems because they were double paying refunds. Sure. They just created some headache for you because you had to go through this whole paper process of filing return. Mm-hmm. Well, I think last year was the first year that the IRS started requiring us to put in driver's licenses or some kind of an identity. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we file the return. And you, know, you have and, to update and, it as well. Yeah. Yep. And that has, you know, the, the occurrence of identity theft has dropped dramatically, at least from what we've seen. 
And, and that's a great point because no. I mean, just something as simple as when I did my own, my my CPA said to me, he said, uh, he goes, hey, I need your your driver's license information, mm-hmm. and I said, well, what do you mean? You already have it. You do it every year, and he goes, no, but yeah, you, but, but you, yep. ex- yeah, it expired. You uh, you renewed it in nineteen, right? And I was like, yeah, and he was like, oh, that that's why. I said, oh, okay, so yeah, little simple yep. things like that to get put in place, and 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 so when we're talking good, you know, best intentions, bad advice, family, friends, they kind of go together. You get advice from. Uh, you know, your best bud or your best gal pal or whatever the case is, take it with a grain of salt. But since I mentioned CPAs, let's jump there for a quick second. Sure. Now you might say, wait a minute, you know, cause Phil, you're a CPA. Absolutely. <laughs> you might say, wait yep. a minute, Mark, what are you talking about? CPAs have been, but, well, I, I'm the first to, to jump in line with that. But so. if you're working with someone who, let's say you have a financial person that let's say not like you, where you're working with someone who's an advisor over here and a CPA over here, they, maybe they work in tandem. Well, often right. CPAs, when you're wearing your CPA hat, you're not giving, you're not supposed to be giving financial investment advice. Correct. So kind of yeah, tell, and, break and, that down for us. Yeah. You just have to understand, I guess, what that CPA's relationship is and their responsibility to you. you know, right. Most CPAs are preparing taxes from right. an individual standpoint, you know, so that is their responsibility to you is making sure they're saving you taxes. And frankly, I mean, that's how you judge your CPA, I would assume, right? I mean, sure. If, you owe the IRS money every single year, you might not have a very good view of what they've done. They, they cost you money each year, but I mean, if they're all of a sudden getting you refunds, sounds great. Well, but that might not be the right long-term right. You know, position. Right. And that's where you say, you got to just understand where they're coming from. I'm not saying they're giving bad advice, right? but is it the best advice for you in a big picture, mm-hmm. you know, over kind of a long-term? And that's where as a financial advisor, they have that longer-term picture. You know, I'm, my background is I'm a CPA. I've been a CPA for almost 30 years now. Right. And it would, I mean, kind of a a funny twist on that is when I first started in to the financial planning industry, advising back then, I didn't believe in doing financial plans. I mean, it was as a CPA, when you start talking about projecting and running numbers 20, 30 years out in the future, come on, it's all you know, smoke and mirrors and funny stuff. It's not going to be reality anyways. Why are you doing that? Because you were dealing in the black and white. Right. I mean, it's black and white. Hey, this is what happened. I'm reporting, you know, I I looked at last year, this year, and next, and that's the world every CPA lives in is that small time frame. So you start to go 10, 15 years out beyond that. And they're just, their mind blows up. They can't think that way. Right. Well, fast forward to, to where I'm at today. And I absolutely believe in planning. In fact, I think if you're not doing planning and, and running the numbers and, and looking at it long-term, you're being done a disservice no, because yeah, you right. have to understand how it looks long-term. It's not just about today or this year or next year. It's about 10, 15 years down the road. Right. So, yeah. So again, don't, don't think that your CPA is giving you bad advice and start questioning. No, no, not at just all. Just take it with a grain of salt. Right. You know, if you do have an advisor, make sure they talk. And that was, that was always the funny thing is that you would always your advisor would say, well, you know, I'm not giving you tax advice. Seek the the advice of your CPA. Right. And I can tell you as a CPA, before I was doing the financial services side of it, I not once had a client come back to me and said, my financial advisor said I needed to ask about this. Right. And we, we tend to not do that, you know? Right. Because they're gonna, I'm going to charge them because I mean, how I right. got paid as a CPA was an hourly fee. And yeah. if you want my advice, I'll, I'll give you that, but let's, you know, so right. Well, and I would imagine as you now wearing dual hats that that's, you know, that's kind of made a, a more of a simple one-stop shop for your clients because, yeah, because we, I mean, with us as a CPA, I, I know and understand the tax side of it, but right. we take not just a, a short-term perspective. We're looking at the big picture long-term. Right. That's fantastic. You know, so I, I can 
help put it in perspective and relate back to, yeah, you've got to understand you're not going to get a refund this year. In fact, I'm probably going to ask you to pay money and this is why. But there's the key and this is why. Right. Right. Because sometimes we'll get things and and to your point, you'll, you know, sometimes people just want to hear, well, this CPA or this person's not doing a good job because I didn't get money. You know, I had, I didn't, you know, I I didn't get a refund or I I was talking with a gentleman yesterday and he was like, you know, I don't understand why my, my 401k is not doing as well as my IRA given the downturn. And he's like, well, let's look at where, how they're invested. You know, it's like the 401k is in, is got this going on and it was probably mostly small caps, which I think actually it wound up being small, a lot of small caps when the guy broke it down and small caps are taking a beating clearly. Oh, they got hit hard. Yeah. Right. So it's all about what is the tool? What is the tool doing for you? And don't just say, well, it's up or it's down. And that makes the person's job either good or bad. Right. It's not and that that's way. really, to me, when you're talking about getting advice, it all comes down to how does it fit to your plan? You know, I mean, and that—that right. that is always the challenge. You have to have a plan looking at your specific scenario, the income, the assets, the resources that you have long term, and how does that fit to your scenario? Right. You, know, you yeah. can't, as you're getting these pieces of advice, they're little one-off pieces that that person may or may not have a plan of their own, mm-hmm. and maybe that fits into their plan, and maybe they did get that advice from their. CPA or their financial advisor, and it was right for them, but it probably isn't right for you. Yeah, very true. Very or true. May, may or may not. You've got to understand how does it fit into your specific scenario. Right. Very true. And that kind of brings us to our last piece. We'll kind of we'll start to get on this last one here. But when we're talking about a best intentions and bad advice, just overall, you know, keeping in mind that while family, you know, and really, really good friends, you trust them with your, you know, maybe you trust them with your life or your children or whatever, you know, house watching your house or whatever. And again, that's why their intentions are good. We're not saying they're purposely misleading you. Now you might have that one jerk, you know, nephew or something that might, but, yeah. <laughs> but overall, you know, overall, you know, people care about you. They're trying to give you the best advice, but again, they don't know all of the ins and outs of your situation. And so that, you know, it's worth, you know, following up that advice. Maybe you hear something from them that you really love and you, and you want to learn more about that. Well then talk to that qualified professional that is part of your team that you are doing your financial life with before you take the action. And that goes even more so when we hit our last category, which is the, the quote unquote financial experts in the media. I, yeah. I'll, I'll share this funny one and I'll let you rip with it with Phil. So yesterday, MarketWatch, in the space of four hours, MarketWatch.com posted four articles, one talking about the impending, the next, the downturn, it's, it hasn't hit the bottom yet, basically. The next one yep. talking about the the up yesterday that it was at the time we're taping this it was up yesterday and all the reasons why that would continue. Then a, another hour after that was another article about the bottom wasn't here and here's another reason why the bottom might show. And then a fourth one did the same exact thing. So in the space of four hours they did four articles, one up, one down, one up, yep. one down, all contradicting each other, contradicting so exactly. the exact article they had just posted an hour earlier. And so, these are all the financial experts, the experts, yes. Sir. Yep. So is it bad advice or is it just maybe wrong advice depending on who they're talking to? I mean, the bottom line is right now, no one knows, right? I mean, the reality is if you look at any market cycle that we've been in, no one knows when the peak is, when the bottom is. It's all once it's happened, they can look back and say, oh, yeah, here it was. And, you know, they can point to it specifically. Right. Um, I mean, there there are indications one way or another, and that's what they're trying to, to make their educated decision on based on X, Y, and Z. I think this is the bottom or the, you know, or 
in the recovery or whatever it happens to be right. at this mm-hmm. stage. You know, so you you always have to take um, anything you hear in the meeting with a grain of salt. You know, I always tell clients first of all, you have to understand the source of your news. What's their purpose? Why are they telling you that? Right. You know, and at the end of the day, the the media a lot of times anymore, it's all about generating clicks, yeah, right? Click, and yeah. advertising, yep. and it's it's all about the more. I don't want to say turmoil, but that's the reality. It of it. is. I mean, yeah. That's why you don't hear the good stuff in the news. Typically, well, it's always the boom because that's what you know stirs everything up and people watch right. it and raises the ratings, and then they get to charge more for advertising. Well, that's let's where it comes let's from. jump to somebody like Dave Ramsey real quick. Okay, so mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey's you know has his own program, he has his own thing. He's not necessarily you know dooming and glooming all the time or whatever the case might be. And some people really agree with his advice, and some people do not. And I think maybe that's a good one to look at to say. Okay, is it the best advice for you? Every, you know what I mean. So a lot of right. the things he preaches might be perfect for person A, but horrible for person B. Yeah, and it's it's back to some of the you know kind of general concepts in retirement. It overall is the advice good? Yes, in general, and there are some great pieces. Lower of debt, sure, yeah. Is, but there are other pieces that I would say no, stay away from it. it. To me, it doesn't make sense, and this is why. Yeah, you know, so you've got to just again it. it comes back to your specific scenario and they don't know that, you know, they're preaching to the masses, so to speak of thousands and thousands of people out there that are are getting this information. I mean, Dave Ramsey is a great person to talk about on this because again, I don't think he's giving necessarily bad advice. It's it's general broad financial education. Mm -hmm. Why is he doing it? He is an enterprise in and of himself. He's big money on all this and nothing wrong with that. I mean, Nope. That's why everyone goes to work. You're making money. That's as a financial advisor, I make money. I'm helping my clients in the process, and he is too. But just understand where you know where they are. Their advice is coming from, and does it fit right for you? Where don't, and- don't take it because they're in the media. They are right. Oh, right. it's got to be true because I heard it on you know X Y Z station or whatever it is that it's got to be the truth. I read it in, you know, Facebook. Right, right. Well, and it's almost back to like our, our political folks that are saying, you know, I'm right, you know, I, I've toured such and such thing and I'm right there in the trenches with you. And it's like most politicians of any level, even once they've gotten to even just a state level or even low, they are they truly identifying with the local person anymore? They're not because they're no right. longer living that local daily person's life. So you and I having this conversation, somebody could say, well, that seems a little ham handed there because, uh, you know, they're on a podcast talking about this stuff, but you do this every day for your clients. You know, Dave probably hasn't done anything for clients specifically in years because he's right. now an entity, you know, queen right. of England kind of thing. Right, right. I mean, he he is the the front man, the so figurehead. He is yeah. the 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 figurehead of the the organization that yeah. you know draws in everyone. Yep. You know, and then um, yeah. So you, again, it all comes back to me of having a plan for you specifically. There you go. Exactly. You know, it, it's you you wouldn't search Google and try to find out your own medical advice. You know, you're going to go see the doctor to say, okay, hey, you know, I've got this pain in my side. You might Google it first to see. Sure. I have, you know, is it you have this, everything. This, I'll just tell whatever. you now, right? That's right. <laughs> you if know, you WebMD any symptom, you have everything, everything ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it's the same thing, but you've got to go see the professional to yeah. see, okay, well, what do I really have? How, do, how does it fit? You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I you know, I was having those those things uh, a couple of years ago, and it turned out to be you know gallstones, but it could have been gallstones, could have been kidney stones, could have been you know, could have been any number of things, right? You don't know until you get All in sorts there. Of, yeah, you know, some really but, bad things. That right? You- <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. You know, it was like, oh, it could be anything from you know a tumor, you know, to whatever. Yeah. And it was like to just indigestion, you know. Yep, and, and yep. you Go in, and it's like, oh no, it's ate a burrito the night before, and it was didn't settle right. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> always follow up, folks. So again, best intentions, bad or wrong advice uh just you know most of the time i think most people do have they have good intentions involved you know i think you we all can kind of spot those ones coming from a mile away that are uh, usually anyway and obviously right now during the pandemic scams are galore so please 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 have your head on a swivel when it comes to those kinds of things if you get a phone call or uh, some sort of email about you know the irs is going to this to you or the sheriff is going to that to you please do not follow up on that because that's typically that is not how they would contact you uh, that you would get, you know, especially you would get things. Well, first of all, a sheriff would just show up at your house more than likely, and certified mail right. would come for you know other things. I got one. I got a phone call from something about the DEA, you know, and I was like, I am not returning this phone. And it was one of those bad voice things. Is the DEA service has, and it's like, really, yeah, really? <laughs> do they think that's going to work? But apparently they do because they. And it comes up as an unidentified number or something right. unknown, and yeah. yeah. So just have your head on a swivel, folks. Realize that. Most folks that know you probably do have good intentions. Even some that are out there, uh, like we said, in the media and things probably have good intentions overall as well. But the advice may be just targeted the wrong way. And if you do have those questions and you are local, you know, obviously uh, in the area and you want to talk with Phil, uh, you can get on the, and I, of course I say local, but you do have clients all over the country too. But either way, Absolutely. if you've got questions or concerns, reach out to Phil, call him directly and talk to him specifically, 248-888-7530, 248-888-7530. And do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast. We'd certainly appreciate it. Help our uh, Help spread our word, our message, if you would. We certainly appreciate it. Hopefully you have a good time and enjoy our conversations as well as learn something uh, useful as well. But again, even when you learn something on this show, don't just run with it. Double check with a qualified professional like Phil, 248-888-7530, or go to his website, afswealthmgt.com. That is afswealthmgt.com for AFS Wealth Management. That's Phil's company. And subscribe to us on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you choose. Just simply type in Phil's Tax Hacks and search that out or go to the website and you can find it that way. Phil's got more than 30 years of experience. He's an all-around fun guy to talk to as well. So thanks for your time, my friend. Thanks. Have a great day. I appreciate you. So stay safe. Uh, maybe golf, fish. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we can try to get out, do something outside. It's something. finally, I think, starting to turn. We're, yeah. we're starting to see a little bit of warm weather. No more snow. I think the last time we talked, it was snowing still. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just I just know April was the longest year ever. And, yes, and, it, and we're it taping has it, been. <laughs> we're taping it on the last, basically the last day of, of, uh, yeah. of April. So uh, May hopefully will bring some better news. And we'll see you folks again here soon on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.